Hi everyone and welcome to my podcast, Me, Myself and My Vagina. Today's episode is about um, why we exercise and today I'll be speaking to Natalie. So hi Natalie. Hi Catherine. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Thank you for being a guest. You're welcome, looking forward to it. So my first question then is why do you exercise? Okay, so my current reasons for exercising is mental health and general health really um if I don't exercise I very much am aware that something's not quite right right with me on that day and I struggle to get through my day as productively as if I had exercised so at the minute my reasons for exercising are very much my mental health um and just the health benefits that brings for me so have they have your reasons changed then through the years do you think yeah 100% yeah so as say a teenager Um, I was very heavily involved in team sports. It was always football, hockey, something like that. Um, And as a teenager, you don't need to train to do those things. It just happens. Um, There's not like a (laughs) fitness doesn't stop you. It's just you're young, your body does it because you want to do it. Um, And then maybe when I got late teens, early 20s, I suddenly wasn't keeping up how I was and 90 minutes of a football match seemed a long time so then I needed to start (laughs) I needed to start training to supplement that um so that's when like actually doing some specific training came in so maybe some strength exercises maybe some cardio um something like that to actually help me get through my team sports um and then my interests changed so it went away from team sports to martial arts And then all of a sudden you're expected to get your ankle above your head. And that's something that doesn't happen. So then stretching became part of my training. And so it was always very functional to what I was trying to do at the time. So, yeah, absolutely. It has changed as I've got older because my goals have got older. Older? Different. My goals have got different as I've got older. I know what you mean. I get it. I get it. Um. So would you say that you are fitter now compared to your your younger self? I mean, you could take that question quite subjectively because it would depend on different things. So if you put me, I don't know, stuck me on a running track and said, run your fastest mile, that's not faster than what it was eight years ago. Or come running with me. Or come running with you when you nearly killed me. Yeah, I remember the day. Uh, so me and Catherine went for a run once and Catherine was supposed to be pacing and she took off like a rocket basically and I was struggling to keep up <laughs> for the whole run. <laughs> um, yeah, sorry about that but um, let's be honest um, I did get a PB for my first uh, mile so winner winner. <laughs> yeah and I will never be that fast again so <laughs> it's also a PB for me. Uh, yeah so if you put if you put it in those terms um and things like speed and maybe distance I'd say I'm not but then if you put me in a gym and ask me to do something that involves gripping like a pull-up or a deadlift um I would say I was stronger at those now um and I don't know if that's come with the way the direction my training's gone um but in terms of strength I would say I'm fitter but in terms of cardio I'd say I'm not Oh, that's interesting. So, again, it's in terms of stretchiness and bendiness, um, I'd say I'm fitter now as well. But then part of me is thinking, is that because my goals have changed, so my training's changed, so I'm being more specific with my training, so I am doing yoga daily, and therefore my body 
is more flexible because my training's changed. So yeah, depending on what you ask me to do, 22 year old me could probably do it better. But if you ask me to lift something up, 32 year old me could. That's quite interesting. That's a nice way to put it, actually, because I think I'm I think I'm fitter now than I was 20 years ago. But I think as well, like lifestyles had an effect on that, because I think for mm. me now I've had like a child, you realise you haven't just you can't spend two hours in the gym. You kind of have your half an hour or an hour and then you I feel that I'm very much more dedicated to that time rather than in the hours when I didn't have time to kind of or I had time, I could do a little bit of this and a little bit of that and have a chat and, you know, wander around a bit rather than now I know that I've got that hour that I need to kind of get the hour and make the most time out mm. of it. Um, would there be any advice that you would give your younger self about fitness? Yeah, so two big bits. The first bit of advice I'd give, um, do what you enjoy and not what you think you should be doing. So me now, I don't waste time doing exercise and training that I don't enjoy because a bit like what you said, lifestyle changes. You haven't got time to put that in your day. So if you're not enjoying something, you're not going to find time to do it. So at the minute, everything I do is things that I enjoy doing. Um, So, yes, I have joined a CrossFit gym recently, but I enjoy that style of training and I'm going two, three times a week. Um, get me to run two three times a week I'm probably going to maybe keep that up for three or four weeks and then not do it um, so I think the big bit of advice for my younger self is do what you enjoy not what you think you should be doing so I think I probably stayed playing football a little bit longer than maybe I should have done uh, because I'd that's all I'd known it's all I'd done it's all I played and then my knees were beginning to give me jip and I wasn't enjoying it because I hurt the whole time but I'd still make myself go and then I kind of lost touch of exercise for a bit and probably didn't do anything for maybe a year a year and a half um and then you've got to get back into it which is so much harder whereas if maybe I'd made that change a little bit earlier to something I enjoyed doing I'd have probably kept up kept it up a little bit um a question I get asked I don't know if you get asked it as well um what's the best exercise to do in the gym oh yeah yeah and it's like do you even enjoy going to the gym and more often than not the answer is no I hate it and it's like well you're not going to keep it up do you enjoy dancing stick a song on and dance like nobody's watching for three minutes um or something like that if if you enjoy it you're going to keep doing it that's Um, so true and also what one person likes not and and it's like I think as well you kind of grow into liking exercise so what I mean by that is like Mm. I kind of like used to hate burpees. I'm not saying I love burpees. I don't mind doing them. But, you know, now that I know, I suppose it's because as your fitness improves, you find them a little bit easier to do, where initially it was like, oh, my God, I hate this. I can do five and that's it. I'm dying. Um, Whereas now I could do, someone said, right, do a minute of burpees. Don't get me wrong. I wouldn't go, whoa, minute of burpees, let's go. But I will do it. So I think sometimes your opinion of an exercise might change. But then not everyone likes doing burpees. So why would I write a program to someone who's and then go, right, let's do a minute of burpees. And they'll look at you and go, no, you're right. And you probably won't see him again. So it's really is an open question. But you're, you're so right. Mm. You've got to enjoy what you do because otherwise it becomes a chore. And then yes. it's more of an effort. And then you won't get the benefit from it because you don't enjoy it. And then it's just you start to hate it. So 
that's the first thing I'd always say to people, just make sure you do something you enjoy. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And then the second bit of advice I'd give myself, and to be fair, I was given this advice, but I ignored it. Um, so maybe I'd go back and say, actually, listen to the advice you're given. Uh, is look, after <laughs> you, <laughs> um, look after your injuries. So as someone in, like, say, early 20s or when I first started, like, properly exercising and training, you can take a knock and you just get up and you just crack on. Um, flip that to now when it's a bit like, oh, this niggle I've had for, like, 12 weeks won't go away. Um, whereas that wasn't a problem when I first started training and exercising. So look after your injuries would be the other bit of advice I'd give um, to myself and actually listen to it. Because I definitely was given that advice, but I was like, oh, what do you know? <laughs> um, but yeah, actually listen to your body, I think. And if don't beat yourself up for having that rest day. So if you are in that moment where your legs hurt your shoulders hurt everything hurts actually you don't want to go to the gym and do 100 burpees on that one day then don't get yourself out and go for a walk or it doesn't exercise doesn't have to look the same every day and it's not a failure because you've missed one hard session in the gym um as long as you're up and you're moving and your body's feeling good then that's exercise it doesn't have to be get your heart rate to 180 for an hour every day um actually listen to what your body needs on the day so that'd be my other bit of advice. I think that's really, no, I think that's really true. And I think mm. it's some people, something people forget, whether it's what they see on Instagram, what they see on social media, it's like bang, 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 I need to be doing something all the time. But I think what's also important is the stuff that you actually do outside of the gym, like you've said, you know, it's about being active on those non-gym days or those non those rest days. Um, but you do need to listen to your body because for you and me, we are rubbish at being injured. <laughs> <laughs> um and I think yeah. we're our own worst enemy on that and it's like no it's okay I'll be fine be fine you know I've got, I've got to work out and I think I think you're so right and it is about listening to your body but also about what it's how it feels the next day after a workout as well mm. so if you've had a particularly hard session and you're thinking oh actually I do ache a little bit don't get me wrong I do like that achy feeling because you know that you've yeah. done something but there's a very fine line isn't it between kind of that discomfort and actual pain um and if it was meant to be another session that you kind of just adapt what you do or you you'll go swimming or you'll do some stretches or pilates or yoga or you'll go for that walk so i think people do under underestimate the power of walking and that was something that i was told when i had my prolapse is because i was would have been a runner suddenly that's taken away and i'm like well now what it's like what am i going to do and my physio was like don't underestimate the power of walking and i was like yeah what you're talking about but i need to sweat i need to sweat that's how i work out mm and it's just so true after kind of walking and just doing it like a half an hour walk every day it just makes such a difference um more mentally for me I think than kind yeah. of physically but you, you, at least you feel you've done something I think that's the most important thing as well yeah definitely so when I had that operation after I twisted my ovary and then um, that's exactly the same advice I got was just walk as much as you can do your first two weeks of feeling sorry for yourself and let your body actually have the rest it needs. And then as soon as you can, get out and walk as much as you can. And again, like you said, probably the mental side of that was better because you think, I can't go to the gym now, I can't do this, I can't do that. But then actually, what can you do? Yes, you can go for a walk um, and you're still getting health benefits from it. Um, yeah, definitely. I think underestimating the power of walking is a big thing that happens just in general. 
Yeah. I think as well, we're also our own worst enemy because we don't let our body heal soon enough. We want it to heal tomorrow. And it's like, come on, it'll be fine tomorrow. It'll be fine. And it's like, no, 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 this is going to be a bit more than that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Might take me a little bit longer than that one day's rest. (laughs) It's all right. I'll just shake it off. It'll be fine. It's fine. Don't worry. No, I think you're so true. Though just listening to your body plays a massive part. Mm. Massive. Um, would it, would there be anything else you would say to your younger self about health or nutrition or fitness in general? Bringing the nutrition side into it. Um, again, it's that I think we underestimate the power of walking, don't we? I think we underestimate our nutrition, um, and especially someone starting out training quite young when you can put whatever you want in your body and you don't really see the effects of it. Um, and it's all just, not damage is quite a dramatic word, but it's all just that damage that's being done that you don't necessarily see. Um, and maybe you start building those bad relationships with food um, from a relatively young age. And then when you do start seeing the effects of what you put in your body, it's probably, not, it's not too late, but you've then got that side of trying to, get over that mental barrier maybe you developed with food and so on the nutrition side of things and just think about what you're putting in your body and if you've got that you know lifestyles change massively like when I was early 20s you are out every night are you you meet in a different friend you're having dinner here you're eating out you're grabbing something on the go you don't think about meal prepping and sitting down at a table with a knife and fork it's just a different lifestyle so I think adding the nutrition advice to my younger self um would be not now and again eat a salad but just think about what you're eating from that young age you then don't have those bad relationships or difficult relationships with food as as you get older I think that very much comes down to how we talk about food as well um Mm. like people talk about it being bad food or naughty food I'm going to give myself like a little treat Um, but in general, we need food for our bodies just to do its function on a daily basis, take away exercise just to be able to kind of get through the day. And, and I think sometimes we are our own worst enemy and it's something that's probably been inherited and in what we've learned from other people. But when we refer to different types of food as well, um, I personally think we overcomplicate nutrition, if I'm honest, and it doesn't have to be that complicated. Um, yeah, no, I'm with you. Obviously, there are times when it needs to be, you know, if you're an athlete and you're training and you've got kind of certain goals and there does need to be kind of things you need to kind of tweak with your diet. But I think for someone who just wants a healthy lifestyle, I think we just overcomplicate it where this is why no one would buy my book because it'll be three pages and it'll be a picture of a seesaw. And obviously, if your energy in matches your energy out, it doesn't move. If you then eat more than you move, then you're going to put on weight. If you eat less and move more, then you lose weight. Book done. <laughs> I'd buy your book, Catherine. <laughs> ah, thanks. But it's pretty much, it doesn't have to really be overcomplicated in that. And I think, you know, yeah. and I think it's, it, there is an education about that. And I think things are changing a lot. But I think sometimes that mindset is going to be, the, it's the mindset, isn't it? I think that's the difficulty of, of it yeah. as well. And not feeling guilty for having a chocolate biscuit or for having a going out and having a, a lovely time, you know, life. Yeah. Is, you know, you do, we deserve to go out and have a lot. It can't be, you know, life's hard sometimes. Why not treat yourself to a yeah. lovely meal now and again? You know, obviously, if you're doing it every night, then yeah, there might need to be 
few tweaks, but mm. every now and again, like, mm. don't. St- I think people stress about it too much, if I'm honest. Yeah. Yeah. That sort of like the, oh, I've had a bad day. I, yes. Like, I, I hate that word. In, it's Me like, too. It's a bad day. You're just eating more calories than you did the day before. Um, and it doesn't have to be a negative thing as long as it's that if you have five days on the trot where you've eaten maybe too many calories compared to what you should be then potentially that starts getting the negative but this sort of oh, I've had a bad day it's like you haven't had a bad day you body crowd sugar and you had a chocolate bar that's like that's okay um, sometimes that could be just down to like yeah. for us like periods isn't it that mm. has a massive effect on our nutrition and what we want and oh. sometimes you've just got to fuel your body to what it needs and you kind of know what it needs um yeah. and it's just after like your period's finished you can then kind of get back on track or you know it's mm-hmm. like I think time of the months and stress and uh stuff going on inside your life bereavement break what you know that can all play kind of having a, an impact on our, our food as well I think oh 100 and like if you start beating yourself up like on your period because you want to eat chocolate or eat that normally or like l- last night for example it was quite late I sent my husband to the shop to buy ice cream because it was the only thing that was going to do the job. Um, and we don't have ice cream in the house. So he had to go and buy me ice cream. Fine. Um, but that's, you know, you, you're at that bit where you're coming off your period. Everything sucks. Just eat the ice cream um, and don't beat yourself up about it because your body is going through so much every time we have a period, isn't it? And you think and got outside stresses potentially that if you weren't on your period, those stresses probably wouldn't affect you the same. Um yeah, no, I'm with you on that one. No, uh, I think, yeah, I think exercise as well. Exercise, it doesn't have to be complicated. You know, you can make it as complicated as you want, can't you? You know, and again, if you're training for something um, that you've got a goal, you're doing an event, then obviously, of course, you're going to direct your training to that. But if, you know, I think it is good to have a goal because I think sometimes you do lose your way and you'll just go through mm. a momentum and, and people do reach those plateaus where nothing seems to be changing, but then they don't really know how to change or what to change. So whether they change the exercises, the intensity of the exercises, whether you just have a massive jig around of your whole program. I think people can kind of sometimes get lost in that, just doing the same thing all the time. So I think it is important to switch things around as well. Yeah, you know, that's really interesting. So I was actually talking to someone at the gym this morning who's just come off the back of a load of competition prep. And for about the last sort of three, four weeks, they've completely lost their way in training so for the next six weeks the word she used to me this morning was I'm doing what I enjoyed and the reason I started the gym so she's gone back to those first reasons of why she joined the gym the exercises she enjoyed and she's given herself week like herself six weeks to work on them um and yeah it's really interesting that you've said that because it is sometimes you can just get stuck in that rut maybe forget what your why is why you started it in the first place what you wanted from it um and yeah, and change, you know, it's that old saying, isn't it? Change is as good as a rest. If you can change it up and do something else, maybe it just buys your interest back into training and exercising. Mm. That's, a, that's such a nice thing, yeah. You sometimes, mm. I think when, you've, when you have trained for years or it has been a part of your life and a root, like a life routine for you, I think sometimes you do forget like why you're doing it in the first place, apart from the obvious. Mm. But I think so sometimes it is actually nice to reflect and go, actually, why why am I doing this? What are the reasons am I doing this? You know, is it weight loss? Is it, you know, for mental health? Is it more about, because I think my why has actually changed over the years. Mm. Whereas before it was very much like probably more about what I look like. 
um, and changing my body shape and toning. Whereas now, I think you get to a certain age as well when you're kind of just happy with your body and just go, right, this is my body. Yeah, you still want to maybe lose weight, but you kind of just, just a bit of an acceptance, I think. Um, but then you adapt your training, so you might then try to kind of go for a bit more kind of um, body conditioning or body toning or strength training. I think strength training is a big thing that's changed for women over the years because I remember yeah. when I first started out, um, if, if I was writing a programme and I mentioned I'm going to add in some weights, they'd look at me and go, what? Like, I don't want to have muscle. It's like, no, 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 no. And you had to explain, obviously, that you wouldn't get muscle, mm. the benefits they needed. Whereas now you flip it, there's so many more females in like the weight area, which I just think is amazing. And, you know, and things like CrossFit has probably had a, an influence on that as well. But I think females... Um, understanding or female you know females realize just how it is actually is important to us as well mm. it is for males and I think that has changed people's feelings towards weight I mean have you noticed that in your gyms yeah definitely um definitely have um yeah just also just sort of the amount of females that are happy to try like you say train with weights come to the weight classes uh, yeah, I've definitely definitely noticed it. Definitely, I've noticed it in myself as well. Um, I've probably noticed it in the way gyms are set out. So there's probably larger free weight areas, uh, and maybe less cardio as well. Because I think, like you say, more people are happy to go into the weight area. More emphasis is on strength training as well. Mm. Yeah, no, yeah, no, I have noticed it. Mm. I mean, I remember I think was as well. Like, Sorry. I was just going to say, like the martial arts side of things um that supplementary training of like weight training strength training it was very much a this the things the boys did um and I think now as well women are like want to get in on it like it makes you a better like I say martial arts practitioner to be stronger to have that stable base and everything so yeah no thinking about it there's definitely I've definitely noticed a change in sort of not popularity in strength training but almost belief in strength training I think that I think women always have done weight training and it's just all of a sudden I think it's now it's being put this is an you know where probably social media is a good thing you know more and more people are being seen lifting weights and um like realizing the benefit of it so I think you're yeah I think what you're saying is is so true and I think women are sometimes have been in the past previously quite scared or intimidated I think would probably be a better word to go into that weight area where the men are and suddenly it's a bit like where now it's just like yeah get me out get off the bench it's my turn like are you using that weight it's like I think it's brilliant I think it's so good and obviously the benefit health benefit is from using weights as well both from you know if you're wanting to lose weight as well like the weight loss but as well as kind of just the general Mm. particularly with people going through the menopause and we need it for our bone health you know I think people got a bit more of an understanding about why we need to do the 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 weights um as well as you know but yeah it's amazing I love I love I don't know I just love exercise you know I didn't used to I hated it hated it hated it but I think kind of you know with age I think things do change your opinion of things do change and life I think as life's experiences evolve Mm. for you as well if I'm honest so you know I think I think this is just such amazing conversation to have because I think everybody's why is so different and and it's just that I don't know I just find it fascinating to hear really (laughs) yeah yeah no (laughs) no I agree thank you for your time you're welcome thank you for having me you're welcome
And um, I will uh, put all Natalie's details up in the um, bio of this podcast. So um, if you ever want any kind of martial art advice, she is the person to go to. I can tell you that now. (laughs) See you soon. Take care. See you later.